Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you happen to be, and you are joining us for the Hope Rising Ministries podcast. We are so excited to have you and so excited to be able to spend this time with you. So thank you for joining us on the Hope Rising podcast, where we love to talk about Jesus apologetics and life and how they are so intertwined together and what they have to do with each other and just navigating life in general with the gospel, with Christ. And, uh, and hopefully through this whole conversation, through any episode that you live, it helps you to better understand your walk with Christ and what that really means, what that looks like for you and for Christians. Um, we are excited to be here. My name is Alex and with me is Trey. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. Hello, 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 peoples. Happy, uh, happy to be here today and have this opportunity to, to dive into um, the topic we're going to cover today for this episode, uh, which I think is is one that is is something a lot of us deal with. I'm kind of teasing it before I actually say exactly what it is, but I, something every Christian, you know, kind of thinks about at some point or another. Wonders if if it's you know, extremely relevant for you if it happens day to day for you and, and what that looks like. But um, I, I think it's a very good topic and to discuss because I think there are some some questions around it that a lot of us have as Christians. Um, and I think there's some some good teaching on it. And I think there's maybe some not so good teaching on this. And I guess that kind of, really, if you think about it, that covers like every topic of Christianity, right? Like there's good teaching yes, and bad teaching. <laughs> um, no, but today we're going to be talking about hearing God's voice um, and, and, and what that means, what that really means, how that applies to individuals. Is it the same? Is it different? Um, should you, you know, audibly hear God's voice like we're going to try and really address um, some of the some of the things that are that are commonly brought up in that topic of conversation and so I'm excited to dive into this I know it's something that you know I, I've even thought about myself as a Christian like am I listening to God do I, do I hear God? Should I be hearing God? Like, should, should I audibly, like, with my ears, be hearing God speak to me? Um, and if you're listening to this, maybe you th you feel like you have. Maybe you have. Uh, maybe you've wondered, like, how come I never, you know, hear God speak out loud to me? Maybe you've had a pastor or a teacher or someone who says, you should be hearing God's voice. You should be hearing God just like I'm talking to you right now kind of thing. Maybe that's something you've been you've been told um, and, and you're wondering why that's not happening for you. And uh, so we, we want to talk about that and, and just get a, a really good, deep understanding of of how do we hear God speak to us? Um, so, yeah, if you Trey, you got anything you want to you want to add and, and open up? for that topic yeah um first of all it's a, it's a great topic hearing god's voice right um you know when i'm when i'm uh early in the early years of my christianity when i was trying to find my place i guess and and um what was i supposed to be doing um you know how, what does this all mean uh why don't i understand god's word like i want to understand god's word um and I would see him talk to Isaiah and Ezekiel and Jeremiah and, you know, on and on and on. I was like, well, you know, if he does that, then he could, he could certainly do that now. You know, why don't I hear God? Can mm -hmm. I hear God? Um, and I think looking back on it, um, I'm, I'm quite sure that I was under some teaching that uh, I'm, I'm not saying that the teaching required me to hear God's voice, but it sure prodded me in that direction mm -hmm. that I should be hearing God's voice. Um, and, and that, that was always muddy water um, to me because I didn't understand what that meant. You had a bunch of questions at the beginning, Alex, what does that mean? And I was, I was going through that over and over and over. And it took a long time 
um, for me to uh, to get into his word to a point to where I kind of I've, I've kind of figured it out a little bit. Um, you know, I woke up this morning and just had a conversation with him. I'm just kidding. I really <laughs> am. Um, but, you know, hearing God's voice is extremely important for God's people. All right. I'm not, I'm not saying that God can't talk to you audibly. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he can't talk to you through other people. Um, I'm not saying he can't talk to you through dreams and visions. Uh, God can do what he wants to do. Absolutely. Right. So, but, but in general, what does God's word say about what we're going to talk about? That's, that's the most important thing. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, just like any, any, any term, any phrase, any, you know, topic that comes from church, from, you know, the Bible, those types of things, we have to be careful how we use it. We have to be careful how we, we present that to one another um, as Christians, as followers of Christ, because you can easily abuse hearing God speak or hearing God's voice when you're talking to other Christians, because you can, you can use it as a, as a way to like almost guilt or shame or condemn other people because you're like, Oh, you're not hearing God's voice. Like God speaks to me all the time, you know, and you can treat it in that way. And I don't, I don't personally believe that is okay to, to try and make someone feel like they are less of a Christian or they are not doing something right because, you know, they don't quote unquote hear God's voice the way that you tell them they should. Um, and I think that's why whenever we get to, you know, to discuss and, and, and have these conversations, that's why I love the fact that it's all about what the Bible says. It's not about what we think or feel like it should be. It's what the Bible says. And so as long as we're holding everything up and we're using the Bible as our lens to see these things, to make them clear, then we can have these conversations and, and find the truth in it. Uh, True. Along with, along with prayer and along with the guidance and um, direction from the Holy Spirit to, you know, to lead us in those conversations. You know, um, I mentioned the teaching that I used to be under uh, many years ago and that kind of uh, mindset Um, the pastor would say, you know, God told me something this morning or I was going to bring this message, but God said, no, you need to bring this message. This is what I want you to tell the people. And, you know, or, or let's say I met somebody for lunch and they say, listen, this is what God told me this morning about you. And Mm -hmm. and back then I used to be salivating, like, tell me, man, give me some of that. I want to hear it. You know, what's, what's going on? And basically the reason I was so excited is because I thought there was another plane, another level that I needed to reach mm, in order to yeah. be like these people, you know, I'm mean, like, Hey man, I got to, I, I, I'm kind of got too much pride to tell this guy. I want to be like him <laughs> right. but in the same way. I want this guy to tell me, teach me how to do this, you know? Mm. Um, but you know, we could, we could summarize this whole lesson in one sentence. If somebody were to ask me, how do I hear God's voice? The, the, the best answer is this. Open up your Bible. Come on. Read God's word if you want to hear yeah. God's voice. You want, to, you want to hear God's voice? Let me tell you something. Open that, mm. open that, that wonderful, uh, cleansing, sanctifying mm. proof. Yep. And, and read it. Just, you know, read it. Um, if you're wanting an answer for, you know, that's that's another thing, Alex. When we go through serious, serious life issues, and everybody does. I do, you do, the listeners do. Everybody goes through stuff, especially today. And, and, and all the, the, the circus atmosphere that we're living in right now. And that's 
it's, it's sort of like that, but I, I don't, I don't know when we we're going to be able to walk out of the tent. Yeah. You know, mm. and, and the circus be over. I don't know. So a lot of people are searching uh, like I used to. Um, hey, get me out of this, Lord. Let me hear from you. And a lot of times that's why we seek God's voice, quote unquote, is to get us out of the junk that we're in. And either mm. A, God's got us in it, or B, we got us in it, yeah. you know? Yeah. But either way, there's lessons to be learned, and that's found in Scripture. Yep. No, that's that's absolutely spot on. And, you know, and that's, that's one of the key ways, if not the key way, to hear God speak to you. You see, when when people use that term of or that phrase of hearing God speak, like they automatically associate that to to doing so audibly, like they have to actually hear a voice speaking to them. But you see, it's not just about that. It's it's about understanding what God is saying, because you can say something to someone in different ways. You can speak it. You can write it. You can sign it. You can you can do all of these different um, different ways of, of speaking with someone, telling them something. And so it's it's about he- hearing what God has to say. Doesn't have to be out loud, kind of thing. And, and Scripture is the way, like the Bible. And this is a, a this would be a great topic of conversation one day. But the Bible is. God's word like it is God breathed God inspired like these these words that were written down and recorded are not just like you and I saying you know what I'm just going to write these really encouraging things down because I think they're great no like God inspired people to write these down like these are his words to us this is where God has spoken. Like, this is how we get to see what God says and understand what God is saying to us in our lives individually, as a whole for the church, those types of things, how we get through and how we navigate certain seasons in our life. Like, it's right here in God's word. This is where we get to hear him speak. And it doesn't have to be audibly, but this is where God's uh, amen um you know I, I i feel like i need to say this too uh back in the day when i realized that i was kind of being flamboozled uh in the teaching i was under mm-hmm. i mean it really bummed me out i mean i was really disappointed right. and i was i felt dejected and i i didn't know what to do um, and, and I realized that there really isn't some kind of magical plane or level that I need to get to. There's no formula to get me there. So in other words, people want that. So their life will be easy. Mm-hmm. Okay. They want that. So they won't be tempted anymore or, or they can get out of some certain sin, uh, easier. Um, but that's not how it works. Um, according to the word of God, uh, he redeems us by the blood of the lamb. He justifies us. And he says, I see my son's righteousness on you. Now Thank let's you. sanctify you. Thank you. Let's grow you. Okay. So sanctification for a Christian, uh, let, let's say you're a brand new believer. Uh, God is going to sanctify you. In other words, he is going to cleanse you. He is going to help you grow. Um, and how does that work? Well, Jesus prayed for you. He said, Father, sanctify them by your word. Mm. Your word is true. Come on. Amen. Amen. And, and, you know, like you bring up a good point to just about how, you know, <clears throat> there are some teachings and some people who believe and who think, you know, like, there's these different levels that you have to get to as a Christian. And, you know, if you, the higher in these levels of this ladder that you climb, like the more clear that you can hear God, the better that you can hear God and you can understand these things. 
And, you know, they, they really use it like what I was kind of saying before as a, as a way to sort of guilt or to shame or to, you know, condemn other people because they're not on that level that they're on. They haven't climbed high enough on that ladder. Um, and that is a very dangerous ladder to be climbing, um, especially yep. in Christianity, because then you, you start to try and achieve things rather than yep. to receive what God has for you. And, and it's, it's, oh man, it's so dangerous, yep. but it's so prevalent in, in churches today. Um, Yep. Sometimes that's intentional. Sometimes that's unintentional. You know, maybe maybe someone doesn't mean to present it in that fashion, but that's how, you know, people take it and, and whatnot. So it's one of those things we we really as Christians and as, especially for pastors and teachers, like you have to be careful about how you are teaching God's word. Um, and what you were saying about these these types of things, because you can really confuse and misguide people um, with the wrong with the wrong teaching. Yeah. Um, uh, on that point, um, I was listening to a sermon uh, not too long ago from a relatively well-known pastor, and he he was telling his congregation and whoever else was listening on podcast or whatever, mm -hmm. that, that if you, and I'm paraphrasing, if, if you aren't hearing God's word, I mean, if you aren't hearing God's voice, then there's something wrong that, you know, you need to be hearing God's voice and here's how to do it. A, B, C, and D. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, that is what I used to hear. And, it's very, very taxing on a person. It's very mentally and emotionally taxing on an individual who's trying to do these things in order to hear God better or even hear God at all. Yeah. Um, and, and that, that emotional stress and mental uh, stress that, that you almost put on yourself while you're doing this doesn't help at all, especially when you're trying to get out of a sticky situation or you're trying just to make sense out of out of the normal things of life. Yep. Um, let let me tell you uh, how to hear God's voice. You ready? Mm -hmm. I know we said open your Bible, so let's do that, yeah. right? So I want to go to Hebrews chapter one. All right, this is the writer of Hebrews who uh, is. I mean, it. Gosh, I don't know. Nobody really knows for sure who wrote Hebrews. Um, but Hebrews is a fantastic book that explains a whole, whole lot oh, yeah. of what went on in the past and when Jesus came and what that meant. Yep. Um, a lot of people say uh, that Paul wrote it. So a lot of people say that Paul didn't write it. To me, it kind of looks like Paul's teaching, but Luke's writing. So Maybe maybe that might be it. I don't know. It, and it doesn't matter. But this is Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. All right, get this. You ready? Yep. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. Okay, let's stop right there. God spoke to our fathers by the prophets in many times and in many ways. Right. Mm. So and I mentioned a few of those. If you go back and you read the prophets. Um, the prophets were sent. So God could speak to his people. It was either a to get them out of trouble, get them out of uh, oppression and slavery or B. They were sinning. And they were practicing idolatry and they were practicing uh, witchcraft and all kind of stuff and sacrificing their children to Molech. Uh, then he would send like Jeremiah and Jeremiah would come up and say, all right, here's, here's what's going on. And if you, if you remember the parable that Jesus taught about the, 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 the vineyard and 
the the owner of the venue was away and he would send different workers to tell these people, you know, uh, what, what the owner wanted them to know and they would throw them out or kill yep. them. All right. So here's the thing about that. The reason that they killed even Jesus. Okay. The reason that they killed all the prophets or at least banished them or killed them or exiled them or took out their eyes or whatever is because they told the people the truth and they told the people you are, are sinning and you need to repent or God is going to, going to, uh, his wrath is coming. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't want to hear that. Right. So I've been, uh, reading a lot of Jeremiah lately and wow. It says that the prophets who who presumably speak for God, they always cry, peace, peace. God's not mad at you. You're okay. Everything's fine. Go on about what you're doing. And God says, I didn't send those people. Yeah. I didn't send them. They're not speaking for me. Come on. <laughs> right? So even today, you can go on YouTube, you can go online, you can listen to a lot of podcasts, and you'll hear a lot of people, quote, unquote, prophetically talk to you, and if you listen to it, most of it is all goody-goody. Yeah. Um, I, I understand that, I get that, be very careful with that, just be very careful with that. If yeah. you're going to listen to somebody like that, listen to them with an open Bible. Okay. Now, um, let me get back to script. Well, hold on. Let me let me let me do this real quick too, because on on that topic in that you know first verse there from from Hebrews, it tells us that you know God did speak to His people through the prophets. So what I want to point out is that you know okay, so so we said at the beginning, how can we know what God is saying? How can we know what God is saying? It's through Scripture, right? And God has spoken at times through people, right? Like he's spoken to people and through people, that being the prophets. So, yep. like you mentioned before, God has the ability and the power. And if he wants, he can speak directly and audibly to someone because we see that right here. He did that with the prophets. And then we hear his voice. We know what God is through those people who God does truly speak to, as we see right here with the prophets. And so that is another way that God, that we know what God is saying or has said, and that is through the prophets. So you've got scripture and you've got the prophets, which is recorded in scripture. So, you know, we're the foundation is still scripture when it comes to that. That is God's word. And so, you know, just pointing that out there and something that you said and that really like that really hits with relevancy for today is how you were talking about from Jeremiah when they were they were warning against those who you know quote unquote claim to have been prophets and and talking you know on God's behalf and just saying hey everything's good oh it's okay peace peace like you're doing all right God's happy it's okay don't worry like you hear that so much today about the way that Christians are living and the way that Christians should be transitioning how they think and how they live their life and what's okay and what's not okay. Like that is scary relevant to what happens today by some, you know, pastors and teachers and, you know, Christians that, that are uh, somewhat, prominent especially on like social media and those types of things these days yep yep that's true so so how before we i I know we've only read one verse but how do we know that if somebody speaks for god that they're speaking for god well god answers himself in deuteronomy everything that i say through somebody it will come to pass If it doesn't come to pass, if one single thing does not come to pass, that person is not from me. You do not listen to that person. That's what he says. Okay. That's how important it is that God is never wrong ever. Mm -hmm. He doesn't, he doesn't miss. 
He doesn't yeah. miss. Okay. Now back in Jeremiah, that what was going on where they were about to go into 70 years of captivity in Babylon. And he told them, all right, look, it's going to happen. I've given you a chance to repent. I'm even calling you now to repent, but he knew yeah. they weren't. He says, all right, here's the thing. If all those who go outside the city and surrender to the Babylonians, you're going to be saved and you're going to be in exile. Everybody who stays in the city will die of the plague or the sword. Wow. Right. And then here comes this other prophet that says, okay, I realize that, that we're going into captivity, but I'm telling you, this is what the Lord says. It's only going to last two years. And Jeremiah looks at him and says, I hope so. That would be awesome. May it be so. But he knew, you know, and, and, and he walks off and God says, you need to go back and talk to him and tell him his life will be taken very soon. And in a couple of days, that guy yeah. was gone. Yeah. What? All right. So, so you remember when Jesus is walking with the two guys to, uh, and, and he, after he rose mm-hmm. from the dead yep. and they didn't know who he was at first. And he begins to explain to them what through all the prophets and the Psalms and the law that all of that pointed to who? <clears throat> him. Yep. That's what it all pointed to. And in Jeremiah, Right there, in right in 24 and 25 and 26 and 27, read that. It's really good. God says, let me tell you something. I'm going to put a new heart in my people. I'm going to put a new heart in my people. And that's a type and foreshadow of the mm-hmm. church. That's what happens when you're born again. He takes your heart of stone and, and replaces it with a heart of yeah. flesh. All right. Okay. So let's uh, reread that verse because the next verse is like, the drop the mic moment, I think. So again, we're in Hebrews one, one and two long ago at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature and he upholds the universe by the word of his power after making purification for sins he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high wow um so i want to emphasize in verse two he has spoken to us it's said and done right before he died it is finished. Mm, yeah. There's nothing new that we're going to grab hold of. There's no new plane or level that you're going to attain. There's no new insight that God wants you to see that nobody else has ever seen. I, I know I, I was there. I used to seek that. It didn't work. It's very frustrating. It never works. Yeah. So when the prophets used to say, hey, here's here's what's coming. It doesn't look good. Um, And they would say, okay, well, in 70 years, you're going to be okay. Right? Well, what did Jesus prophesy about us? What did he say? What what definitive thing did did he... there's, There's two main definitive things that he prophesied about us today. One, that no matter what, he would be with us. And when he comes back, he's going to raise us Mm. from the dead. Number two, in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. So when things go go really, really awry in your life and things go go south, uh, you know, and, and it's not because. It's not just because. You are struggling in your faith. Maybe, maybe that's, maybe God's allowing something to happen in your life to wake you up a little bit and, and you get back in his word. Yep. Right. But when bad things happen to us or weird things happen to us, uh, that we can't figure out, 
um, hey, we're we're in foreign territory. This is not our home. This this is not this is just where we live. This is not mm-hmm. our home. We are foreigners in an alien land. But just like the people of Israel, God's going to bring us home one day. And and that's the way it is. And I love it. And don't let other people uh, steer you away from that mm-hmm. truth. Yeah. And <clears throat> there's obviously a lot to to unpack. Things I want to mention, too, is, you know, kind of because we've hit on it, the the different levels and, and reaching a, a, a new understanding and, and those types of things, climbing that ladder, getting to new, you know, realms, quote unquote. And the only way to have a more clear understanding of what God is saying to you is when you are sitting there opening his word and letting him speak to you through what he has had written down in scripture. And and one of the things that that comes from is um, and understanding that as well and kind of that meditating mindset on his word is, is from Joshua one eight. And it says this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that it or all that is written in it for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Like, and that's one of the things we, we learn about in God's word as well is like, there are different maturities to those who are Christians. As a Christian, you start out as an infant. And so your understanding of certain things that God's word says may be from someone who is a more mature Christian, but that doesn't happen because they just worked really hard at it and they have reached this new plane and this new level of understanding. It happens and we grow in maturity over time through spending that time in God's word, through prayer, through the teaching of very biblically sound teachers, right? And pastors who themselves are spending time in God's word and listening to what God is speaking to them through that and, and teaching clearly, not if that is even a word, and not marking up like what God's word says, but they are speaking clearly what God's word is wanting us to understand and what God wants us to hear from him. And, and so, you know, it's, yep. it's all about your maturity and you could, you know, you, you hear even like different levels of maturity. Don't get that wrong. It's not this vertical type plane, but more of like horizontal and you grow as you walk with Christ, you become more mature because you have a better understanding. You have a better relationship with Christ, with our Heavenly Father, because you have spent time with them in His Word, in prayer. And a lot of times, unfortunately, we grow in maturity because we've gone through difficult things. That's not what we want, but that's how we often grow, and that's how we get to know a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, that's how he set <laughs> yeah. up. I mean, you're going you're gonna to learn. I mean, here's here's the... Here's the sad part, and I know this for a fact. The sad part about going through really rough times is if you don't learn what God wants you to learn about that, you're going to go through it again. Yeah. And it, and it, it, what I mean is it, it, when you go through it again, because you already are anyway, because that's what life's all about anyway. But the next time you go through it, mm-hmm. you know how to handle it. If you've learned what God wants you to learn from it, the next time you go through it, yeah. you got this. I mean, you you understand, you you know what to pray, how to pray, you know where to go in the word, to look, to, to read, to get guidance from him, to hear his voice. Okay. So, you know, we've been talking a lot about uh God's word. And you know, this is 
this is how people receive faith. You know, how somebody asked me, how, how did you begin believing in God? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but obviously yeah. I heard his word Mom. at some point and it, and it, and it, and it was like a seed in my life. And then God uh, sent people along the way to water yeah. that seed. But, and, and if you look at a seed, what what's interesting about that seed is that it can sit on your shelf for years, years and years and years, and it yep. do nothing. But once mm. you plant it, once you plant it, now look, things happen when you plant a seed. And here's, you, you have heat, you have water, you have things that shift the soil around, and it breaks open that outer uh, shell of that seed, and then life begins. Mm. Well, that that's the same with us. We have to go through yeah. stuff. You know, we have to go through. Life's got to beat us up a little bit. A, a lot of times. for it, it, it is true for me anyway. That for me to understand and see that it's not all about me. And I don't have the understanding that I think I have. And I need help. Yeah. Right? And then he began to, to, to make that seed grow. So let me, let me tell you what scripture says about that. So if you go to Romans 10. I'm going to read 13 through 17, okay? For everyone, this is Paul writing to the church in Rome. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him if they have not believed? Well, how are they to believe if they've never heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching and how are they to preach unless they've been sent as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the Mm. good news, Mm. but they have not all obeyed the gospel for Isaiah said the Lord, Lord who has believed what, what he has heard from us. So Paul says faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. That's where faith comes from. So I was looking at this passage yesterday, Alex, and I saw that for the first time I saw for everyone who calls in the name of the Lord will be saved is in quotes. I was like, okay, that's in quotes. So it had to come from somewhere. So of course I searched for it and it's found in Joel too. And it's the same speech that Peter gave at the day of Pentecost about I will pour out my spirit on all people. Mm-hmm. And uh, your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will sing visions. And right at the end of that, he says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I thought, wow. Um, but Paul expounds on that and says, here's how people believe. They hear the word of oh. Christ. And, and what, What's very interesting about that, if you go back to John 14, I believe it is, when he's trying to explain to the disciples that he's going to be leaving them. But he's really not going to be leaving them because he's going to be with them through the Holy Spirit, whom can't come until he leaves. Excuse me, I got a cough one time. (laughs) Excuse me. So, but this is what he says about um, this this has everything to do with the new heart that God wants to put in people, right? He said, but I don't want you to freak out about this. I want you to understand that the spirit who I'm talking about is with you, but will be mm. in you. Come on. Come on. I love that. And he is what he said. And he's going to remind you of everything that I said and teach you what it means. Therefore, we have scripture. Yep. That's how it works. Yep. And, and you know, so I kind of keep recapping here so that, you know, myself and those who are listening with us can can summarize everything in the different way that through time, God has revealed to us what he was saying. Um, 
So, so we have scripture where it is all written down. It's God breathed, God inspired. Like this is his word in writing, in written form for us to understand what he is saying to us. God has used the prophets to speak to his people, which also is recorded here in his word. We have that. God has revealed to us what he was saying through those individuals. Now, I also want to just a little asterisk here. Think about how many prophets are recorded, right? How many there are in the Bible. Think about how many people have ever lived. That is a very, very, very small number of people who God has spoken directly to that it has been recorded down to be able to distribute, right, what God is saying to other people. So be very careful when someone tells you you should audibly be hearing God speak to you. Because I think the numbers here show that God did speak to people audibly, out loud, by his voice. But that does not mean that you, Trey, or me, Alex, are going to hear God speak out loud to us today. But yet he has spoken, and we can understand what he's saying through what we're talking about, his word, through the prophets, whom he's already spoken through, through his son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the word, by the way, John 1, right? That right there, you want to know what God is saying. Jesus said it. Jesus is. Yep. And then on top yep. of that, the Holy Spirit. That is how God also reveals to us what he is saying. And there's two verses I want to read. Yep. John 12, 49. This is Jesus. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. You want to know what God is saying? Jesus has already said it to us. Then John 16, verse 13, in regard to the Holy Spirit. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. You see, it is all about God speaking to us in different forms, right, through through these different avenues. And, and we have it right here. We have it in his word. It is recorded through these different individuals, through these different means. Of, of Christ, what he has said, and what the Holy Spirit has revealed to us, the understanding we're gaining from God's word as we study it, as we read it, as we learn it, because we're, we're all learning. We're all like understanding more, hopefully, each day of what God is revealing and what he is actually speaking to us. Yeah, amen. Um, you know, Alex, one of my hobbies uh i guess is listening to a lot of mm -hmm. false teaching um and you know uh some friends of mine said man that doesn't that like isn't that dangerous um i don't know it, it gets me in the word like right. a lot uh because i'm listening to yeah. it with an open bible and i can tell i can tell you know like uh no that's 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 not right that yeah. that's not right um so i think when when we presented the topic today, how to hear God's voice, I don't think that's really the issue. Um, I, don't, I don't think the issue is how to hear God's voice, but to discern if it is actually mm, God speaking. There you go. Okay, so uh, if 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 you listen to teaching, if you're under certain teaching, um or any teaching, um, listen to that teaching with an open Bible, uh, not with an open mind, with yep. an open Bible, yep. and trust in the Lord. Listen, let me tell you something. Do you think that the, the disciples in the three years they were with Jesus, do you think they said, hey, how can we hear God's voice? I mean, he was standing exactly. in front of them. Yeah. That's how they were hearing God's yep. voice, okay? You know what they ask him? How do we talk to God? Not not how is how how can we hear God? Mm, how do we talk yeah. to God? How do we pray? That's what they ask. Yeah. All right. So 
you know, get catch that and ask the Lord, how do I talk to you? Because I know how you yeah. talk to me. All I got to do is read my Bible and you, you talk to me while, while I read my Bible. So teach me how to yeah. talk to you. Teach me how to treat other people like you want me to treat them. Teach me how to love people that hate me. Teach me how to uh, uh, show the fruits of the mm. Holy Spirit. You know, the, you said something earlier, Alex, that really perked my attention. You said you were talking about how you grow, that it's not upward, like it's not a ladder you're climbing. You're actually on a on a, a marathon, you know, and you, you've got this straight road. Even though the road looks crooked, God yeah. says it's straight. Okay, so you're you're on this straight road. Now, the more you grow, the more the world goes. That's yeah. a Christian. All right. So when you're a young Christian, uh, you are drinking yeah. milk. You have to. You you can't. I mean, somebody might stick a piece of steak in your mouth and you can dump <laughs> it all you want, but you're not going to be able to eat that piece of steak yeah. yet, right? Um, and that's fine. Uh, God's going to let you absorb and understand what he wants you to absorb and understand in the levels that he wants you to do. He's going to make you grow. Yeah. Okay. Just, I just want to emphasize that he's the one that does it. Amen. Amen. And, and I know we're, we're getting close to, to wrapping up here. And so, you know, I just want to, want to leave a couple of remarks or, or make a couple of remarks as well as, you know, be careful what you listen to when it comes to teachings about hearing God and how you hear God. Um, be careful when someone says, hey, let me tell you what God told me about you. Be cautious about that. Um, and do not ever on your own or let anyone else belittle scripture if a pastor or a quote-unquote teacher evangelist sunday school person whatever says hey you know what like this bible right here it's good but it's not great avoid that person and what they say just go ahead and and don't listen to anything else they have to say when it comes to to god's word because there are so many people right now, so many like pastors that you hear are like, oh, you know what? Like God's word is is good, but it's not it, it's not everything. Um, like there, there's got yeah. to be more. Yeah. That's we what have doing. to be careful. You know, there, it's not it's not really sufficient enough. It's, there's got exactly. to be more. Um, and and basically. I'm thinking right now, like if that, if I hear that from a particular person, I'm thinking, Oh, so you can explain the whole entire Bible. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you've got it yeah. figured out. So now that you've got it figured out, there's gotta be yeah. more to it. Yeah. No, no, you haven't figured it all out. Um, look, if you're in a situation like that, I'm not saying we're not saying run for the Hills. Um, we're saying, you know, it's, it's very, very delicate if you're going to a church and you realize, man, this is not good teaching. Mm. What do I do? Well, you want to pray about it. You want to ask God what to do. I'm not going to tell you to leave a church. Um, I, I will tell you that if you are experiencing teaching like this, then you probably need to ask the Lord if you need to leave that church and, and you'll find yep. out. And, and, so if, if you've if you've heard God call your name today through the word that we have read and spoken, welcome mm. to the family. Mm. Um, you know, just like the valley of the dry bones, when he told Ezekiel, what do you see? He says, I see a lot of dead people and they are bleached white. They've been gone so long. Speak to them. And these people were regenerated and they stood up. Why? 
because of the word of God was spoken Amen. to him. That's why. And, and that's a type and foreshadow of you being called out of the grave because you heard his Come word. On. So if that's happened, uh, will you please get in touch with us? We'd love to help you out. We'd love to point you to a, a, a good believing Bible teaching church that's maybe near you. Um, if you have any questions or, or anything like that, we'd love to help you out. Can you tell them how to do yeah, that? Alex? Absolutely. Please. If that's you reach out to us, you can email us at info at hope rising ministries.cc. Uh, or if you're on Facebook, you can find us at hope rising ministries SC and uh, just send us a message there. Um, leave us a comment or something. Let us know uh, how we can help you. Any questions you have, or even how we can pray with and for you. Um, we, we definitely want to, to walk with you through this journey that God has you on. And um, you are taking these next steps in your walk with Christ. We want to be there to encourage you in any way that we possibly can. So please feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to talk with you and, and just to hear from you. Um, and if you have any, you know, any topics or any things that you would have or like for us to cover and to discuss in a future podcast, please feel free to, to reach out to us and let us know. We'd love to, to consider those and look at, you know, what we can do to, to talk on those topics as well. So, but thank you so much for joining us as always. It is a huge pleasure and honor that, that God allows us to be able to do this. And uh, I just pray that he's using it for his glory and for the good of those of, of you who are listening and who do uh, spend this time with us. We, we thank you so much for doing so. Thank you, Trey, as always for being here. Yeah, man. Um, enjoyed it. And I am thankful that God is speaking, that God has spoken and that we have his word. We have the Holy Spirit. We have Christ to help us understand exactly what he's saying to us. Um, yep. So thank you. Open them Bibles, people. Absolutely. Open thank you again so much for being with us. Have an awesome week. We'll talk to you next time. God bless. Peace out, people.